Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Wow, man. Six minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show, and the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Sorry I was out yesterday. Just very briefly, I had some abdominal cramping. My guts were hurting. Could have been something I ate. I, I feel much better now. We'll talk more about my guts a little later on. Because that's always fascinating stuff to hear about my lower digestive tract. Also, welcome back, Don Morgan. Jesus, I'm glad you're back, man. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against Dennis Foley, but I'm glad you're back. I mean, well, I, I, a day without back. hearing you say, what is wrong with you? is like a day without sunshine, right, James? I mean, we... I could have called. I should have called that in. I should have called your personal disgust uh, into the show. But uh, good to have you back. Good to be. In fact, when you call, that's how I answer the phone. What the hell's wrong with you now? <laughs> Pretty much. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. So, because I was out yesterday, I want to just play play catch up on a couple of things. First off, uh, it's uh, the second day of early voting. We got two weeks to early vote. Uh, we talked to Jackie Calladin earlier, and, and the the uh, stats are about the same. For early voting in what was it 2018? Right, about 32,000. About 32,000. So uh, now the the thinking is that a lot of people, uh, because they're concerned about you know voter fraud or weirdness, that they're going to wait uh, until election day. That's what Trey was saying, and and I would tend to believe that. I haven't decided yet what I'm what we're going to do, but you know, get on out there, whether you do it on the eighth or you do it early, uh, just make it happen. Uh, because if not, then, then what we heard from Joe Biden uh, on Sunday, we got more of this on the way. He was asked by this tranny, this tranny activist, Dylan Mulvaney, Dylan Mulvaney, who, uh, you know, I hate to say, kind of looks like that chick on, uh, oh, on the Fox News channel here, the local, <laughs> what's her name? <laughs> yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, the the anchor there, what's her name? I have no idea who you're talking about. Well, he kind of looks like her. Anyway, I mean, <laughs> on, like no. a dude version of her. Okay, oh he's just kind of got the, the you know the sharp eyes, and he looks like he'd kill you in your sleep with a knife. Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney. And could, because this is just really so important to Americans, Americans just lie awake at night wondering about this. Asked, uh, do you think that states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care? And this was a a sit-down interview with uh, Now This News or whatever the hell that is. And, uh, And Biden said, I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that as a moral question or as a legal question. I just think it's wrong. And uh, we we have several states that are attempting to to you know ban the practice of allowing children to go through medical interventions, puberty blockers, even surgery. 
And uh, again, uh, libs of TikTok. So let's just be clear. The official Democratic Party position now is that puberty blockers and sex reassignment surgery for kids is good. Uh, Joe Biden thinks it's, uh, it's uh, yeah, I don't think any state or anybody should think. Because that's when you're talking about when the guy, when the dude, and he is a dude, you know what I mean? I, I, he is a dude. I got corrected by my own college-age daughter the other day on the phone for using the wrong pronouns when discussing a friend of mine. I was corrected by my own daughter because she's a hippie and possibly a communist. I love her, but she might be a communist. (laughs) Anyway. So when you ask, do you think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care, you're, you're, you're not asking that for adults, okay? Because none of the efforts right now at the state level are, are focused on adults. And you know me. If you're a grown-ass adult, you get chopped off whatever the hell you want to get chopped off. I don't care. That's, you live however you want to live, baby. I don't care if you and I have a fr- I have a couple of friends. If you if it makes you happy to live as the opposite sex, you go for it, man. But you know what? There's only two genders. <laughs> There's not 47. You're not actually becoming the other. Ge- That's where I got to draw the line. It's like I don't look at you and see. I see somebody who's living as the opposite gender. I don't see somebody who is that gender. That's just asking a little too much. And leave the kids out of it, man. And so when you start asking, do you think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care, you're asking that because of kids. Because nobody's trying to ban it for freaking adults. And according to Joe Biden, who who seems to have an affinity for kids, (laughs) apparently... I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that as a moral question or as a legal question. I just think it's wrong to prevent, you know, 11-year-olds from taking puberty blockers, 16-year-olds from getting their junk cut off. You know, that's fine. It's a moral and legal thing for Joe Biden. Uh, so again, whether you early vote or you vote on the damn day, okay, it's, it's really, this really important. And the thing that I've, I've noticed more and more of is these, and I've seen Breitbart do it. I think the New York times have done it and it it was kind of flummoxing to them when they did it. I I heard, uh, uh, Fox do this where they'll, they're trying to get a sense of where the American voter is. And so they, they bring on three different people. They'll bring on. Uh, a, a conservative, a liberal, and an independent, and they're, they're, you can see the shock, especially when I saw it. I think it was the New York Times did this, or NBC or, or somebody like that. They're all the same. It doesn't really matter. And you can kind of see the surprise in the interviewer's eyes because they'll ask three disparate people, again, a conservative, a liberal, and an independent, what the most important issues for they for them are going into this election. And to a person, they all say the woke stuff in our schools. First thing, before they even say inflation, before they even say the economy, before they even, before they even mention the border, it's the woke crap in the education system. Forcing all this gender crap on our kids. 
Democrats as well. And I, I truly, and I, you know, you talk about a red wave. Um, I, I think there's, you know, the polling sure is probably a little screwed up right now because both Trey and Jack and myself have been saying that the, you know, a lot of conservatives aren't participating in polling. We don't want to get our asses kicked. We don't want our cars destroyed. It's chilling. It sucks, but it's true. But we know how we're going to vote. And I think there are a lot of Democrats out there, frankly, that are uh, maybe claiming one thing, but when it comes to uh, actually starting to push buttons at the at the polling uh, place, they're going to be doing something completely different than what they're claiming. I think there are a whole lot of people out there who are not happy with the direction of this country, whether you're talking about this woke crap, this gender crap, the economic crap or the uh, or the illegal immigration crap, the fentanyl crap. Sending, you know, billions upon kajillions of dollars to Ukraine crap. I mean, you know, the, the price of gas crap. The fact that we have a feeble ass president that's now at the point where he nods off during a, during interviews. I think a whole lot more people are sick and tired of this crap than we can even imagine. And uh, it's going to be a very interesting election. And I, and I, I have a question for you that I, 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 put, I put this out to Trey in, on, on the Where and Rima show. That what do you think is going to happen uh, come election day if there is, in fact, a massive red wave? Do, do, do you think the left go nuts? The, 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 the fringe of the left... Okay, the socialist edge of the left, the the vagina hat wearing weirdos, the Black Lives Matter, the Antifa. Do you think they go nuts? Do you think they start tearing the crap out of the out of the out of the, out of the streets? I, I I you know what? I'm going to make a prediction. Yeah, I think they do. I do not think they'll go quietly into that good night. I think there's going to be some trouble, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Blank them. You know, honestly, blank them. Because w- w- the, the direction we're taking right now is is a real bad one, man. And this country cannot survive. It cannot survive. Honestly. So I think, James, I think you're nodding your head. I think we're going to see some trouble. We'll see trouble. Yeah. It'll be in the liberal cities. Oh, yeah. And they will trash their cities again. Yep. And... It's, it's their own it's, cities. It's like wash, hair, rinse, repeat. They're just going to do the exact <laughs> same thing they've already done. I agree. I agree. But what do y'all think? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break, then we'll go right to the phones. The 2022 midterms happen here. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071, talking about... All this woke crap and gender stuff and how sick of it, you know, most people are. And what do you think happens after Election Day? Do the left go nuts? Did they start lighting crap on fire? Here's Deborah. Deborah, how you doing? Hi, Sean. Good morning to you. Good morning. Um, Sean, I just I just wanted to let you know that um, I just voted. Oh, yeah? It was simple as can be. And up in Garden Ridge. Right. But you know what? If. If someone is that stupid to retaliate, 
then I think as Republicans or just people in general, we should just, you know, don't fall into that mess. Right. You know, just don't fall it. Be better than what they are. Well, no, well, I'm not That's talking about it. us going nuts if it doesn't go our way. I'm talking about if it no, does. No, not. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm thinking if the Democrats have to do that, well, it just shows on how they are. Right. You I know? agree. And I don't and I appreciate the call. I don't think it's it's you know, the, the people I'm talking about who are going to vote Republican, they're just not going to tell anybody are the Tulsi Gabbards, the, the moderate Democrats. And they are out there. They really are. And uh, I think they're just as uh, pissed off as everybody else is. Here's Rick. Rick, perhaps even more so because it's their party foisting all this stuff upon us. Rick, how you doing? Oh, mighty fine, wakey-wakey. Time to bake you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at my property this morning. We had a little wind come by here last night. I got tree limbs down and shingles mm, everywhere right, and all that good stuff. Anyway... You know, I think they were all, they, these, uh, these leftists, uh, what, what I said, I call them commie libs, uh, they, uh, they're, they're, they're probably going to lose their minds with little they got. Right. And, uh, but I, I want, if there's any of them listening, if you want to act crazy, come out where I live. <laughs> well, we'll you come out where I live, boys, and, uh, we'll show you what crazy is all about. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate the call, man. You got yeah, you better be careful who you uh, who you mess with uh, these days. Uh, there, there, a lot of this bad stuff is going on in these liberal cities, New York, where they're just sh- randomly shoving people onto subway tracks. It's it's crazy, but I'd uh, be careful doing that stuff in certain parts of South Texas. Here's John. John, how you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. A little windy. Um, the answer to the question: Are the Dems going to flip out? Yes. Absolutely, but you can find that answer in in Trump's uh, sound bites about we just started this and we got a lot of work to do. Yeah. It's going to take a, a lot of elections to g- clear out the swamp. Yep, I, I concur, man. Appreciate the call. One more. Here's Ronnie. Ronnie or Robert? How you doing? Hey, Sean. How you doing? And uh, welcome back. Uh, Th- thank you. Real quick. Real quick. Uh, I think. Uh, the Dems or whoever's running the, the, the party is going to probably try to do something before the elections in the next two weeks or before they get out of office, number right. one. Right. Number two, uh, I think uh, we, we need, as Republicans, we get kind of lazy. And because all these great shows like yours say that everybody's going to go vote, they don't go vote. You know, we kind of lull ourselves to sleep. I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, me I'll too. Just add, I, I'll just add that we need to fight like the Democrats. We, we can't be nice anymore. That's why we're in the hole we are. I concur, man. Thank you for the call, man. Thank you. 210-599-5555. Um, I, I think it's going to happen. I, I really do. I, 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 I think it's going to be a more closer to Election Day type of a thing. I think Trey's right on that one. And a lot of people are very cynical about early voting right now. But uh, I, personally, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. One more. Here, Ronnie, how you doing? Uh, just fine there, sir. Uh, glad you're back. Uh, I had that brown bug, brown jug flu, too. I know what you mean. But I was going to tell you. <laughs> I'm just picking at you a little bit. You're no, fine. But uh, I, I was just going to tell you uh, all this stuff is going on. They want to throw bricks and burn stuff down. Let some of them people like that die of lead poisoning, and that was solved. You do about 10 of them, they stop. Do what now? 
I said a bunch of them want to throw bricks and burn police stations and people's business down. Let them uh, have a touch of that lead poisoning. It'll solve it. Lead poisoning. I got ten, you. <laughs> ten of them, I guarantee you, they right. stop it. Well, I appreciate they call it lead poisoning. I get it. We're going to be slinging some lead later on in the week, man. That's cool, man. I'm excited. James and uh, David Van Camp. Well, he, David Van Camp invited you and I to go shooting on Thursday. He's going to show me how to break down my gun. He already showed me. He's like oh, a the, kid oh, in a candy shop oh, yeah. with, with a firearm. But I, I'm going to get it all cleaned up, oiled oh. up, and lubed, and ready to go. I have never shot my 45. I told my him 44. That. It's a 44. He's he's excited to. He loves shooting guns. <laughs> I, I do too, man. It's been a long time. So that'll be fun because that's my day before my birthday. So the day before my birthday, I get to go shoot Big Mama. That's what I call those, Big Mama. Okay, all right. And uh, and we'll have some fun doing that. So you have gun shooting the day before, then birthday, and Birth- then Elton John. Friday night is the World Series. And so Friday night is going to be a stay-at-home night. We're going to get some food at the place. My, my, my daughter's boyfriend's coming out. He's a big Astros fan. And so we're going to watch the uh, – one of the uh, – I mean, I was – I got I had some abdominal discomfort over the weekend. That's why I wasn't here yesterday. It's all good. It's all good. No worries. But one of the uh, – and I couldn't sleep. That's one of the reasons why I didn't come in is I, I couldn't I couldn't sleep. And uh, one of the benefits of not being able to sleep is I got to sit and watch the game because it went late. There was a delay for about an hour and a half. And you missed a lot of baseball this year. I did, and it was a good game. It was tight, man. That was a slugfest up until the very end, basically. Uh, I mean, not a high-scoring game, but still. I mean, it was it was pretty tight till the end. So you got the bug. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're back oh, in. Oh, yeah. And, and you know what? The Astros need to need to redeem themselves from any lingering crap from the last time. <laughs> the signs. With the trash cans and all that. Make, Amer- make America mad again. Right. You know, <laughs> no shenanigans. Let's just, you know, keep it on the up and up here so we can all put that crap behind us. And then uh, Elton John, uh, Saturday night, and we're all going. Don Morgan's going. James, just you got damn good seats. I, I did. I got fifth row. You got fifth. You're going to be getting Elton John sweat on you. I, I'm, I'm going to be so queer. I cannot wait. Because <laughs> we got, I mean, we, we, were friend, we were gifted some seats, and they're pretty good seats, but you're going to be right up there under his nose. But either way, it's his last tour. It's, it's going to be great to be there. And then we have a concert story that don can't hold over our heads <laughs> right <laughs> we'll have our own he's not paying any attention to us he's finally back and he's yep Snooty there looking ever. at his phone and doing his news thing not even paying attention that we're talking about him so a bit very busy weekend and then i'm acting in another film on sunday so <laughs> for my buddy taylor so I've, I've got a busy 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 a uh, little week coming up. Let's take a break. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Celebrating 100 years of service. 55 KTSA. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Just a little bit more about some stuff Biden was saying. At this now this news uh, interview on Sunday, and then we'll talk about a, the 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 big story of the day, which is of course the McRib. Uh, that's coming up. 
The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. And I, I do have guns on the brain because uh, we're going to be doing some shooting this week. And uh, I, I've owned this forty four for about a year and a half, and I have yet to shoot it. And I'm really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to popping that cannon off, man. Uh, but he was starting talking about guns on Sunday as well. And he was asked by Natalie Barden, who, whose brother, unfortunately, was killed in uh, the Sandy Hook uh, attack back in 2012. And wanted uh, the president to, quote, address high-capacity magazines. And what he is currently going to do to limit those magazines. So we have the audio. Let's go ahead and take a listen to that. My, my, my legislation says there can be no more than eight bullets in a round, okay? <laughs> All right, well, let's start at the beginning, shall we? Uh, first off, th- this business of high-capacity magazines, you're, you're talking about clips. You're not talking about magazines. Correct. The magazine is part of the weapon. The magazine is where you put the clip. The clip is the little thingy. If, you're, you li- if any liberal pukes are out there listening, okay? The clip is the thing that holds the little bullet thingies, okay? The clip goes into the magazine, which is a part of the weapon. All right? Okay. You write that down? And then the president said, no more than eight bullets in a round. In every round, there's a bullet. Okay, it's called a cartridge. Cartridge, you know, it's 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 called a round. It's got a little bit of a little bit of gunpowder in the casing, and then it, the bullet is in is in the round. So you only ever have one bullet in a round. Just a little education, and I'm sure as hell no David Van Camp or Trey Ware when it comes to gun knowledge. But I I know the, I, I know some stuff, man. You know, I, no more than eight bullets in a round. I was like, oh come on. I also know there's no such thing as, a, as an assault weapon. Because he went off, uh, you know, he, these guys that do these mass killings, they have magazines, they call them the clips. And they get all 100 bullets in them. That's, like, that's, that's like having an automatic weapon. No, it's not. You still got to pull the trigger for every round released. Well, every bullet released from the round. They're not at any, I don't care if you got a thousand bullets in that clip, it is not anything like an automatic weapon. Uh, he also, again, falsely made the claim that AR-15 bullets travel five times the speed of an ordinary bullet, which is not true. He said AR-15 rifles are made for one thing, to kill people. He said he could find no rational reason why assault weapons should be sold, period. Uh, well, wow, man. Uh, ask, uh, you know, ask the folks in Sutherland Springs. It was an AR that took that guy out, Stephen Williford, in, in the hands of Stephen Williford. Um, you know, this... This is just getting ridiculous. No, no more than yeah. Let's make sure we have no more than eight bullets in a round. Yeah, there you go. Two one zero five nine. Should there be no more than eight bullets in a round? What do you think? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. 
Is that Stephen right there on line one? Stephen Williford, right on cue, man. How are you? I'm doing excellent this morning. Good, brisk morning. Ready to get out there and vote today. Please excellent. Vote, vote, vote. Yes. What do you make when you, I mean, you, you saved the day with an AR. What do you make when you hear this kind of, apart from the fact that he, he knows so little about a weapon that he would say no more than eight bullets in a round, and I don't think that's being him being feeble. I think he just doesn't know. Uh, he has no clue. He has no clue. Eight bullets in a round. <laughs> it's, I mean, you you can't put a comedian up there that that uh, is any better than he is. I get such a, a laugh every time. Right, right. Can anybody define what an assault weapon is? They keep throwing around that term, and nobody could ever define what it is. Well, that was a term started in Germany about. And it was a full automatic, and it was a term that was thrown out there to instill fear on people. <laughs> so, but there's no at this I point. Think, there's no actual design. Pretty much anything you could define as an assault weapon that a, a weapon that a person could legally own. Well, you can use a car as an assault weapon. Right, right. And and in the Christmas parade. A couple of years ago, right. someone did. Precisely, precisely. We've had knife attacks just within the past few weeks. Uh, a human person can be an assault weapon when they shove you out into the, to the subway tracks. You know, I I, don't, I, I, would, I would like to I would like to invite you out to come shooting at the Williford Range someday. I will. I will. I'd love to do that. Please, please call me up. I got a brand new Tommy gun that I just got out of NFA prison. Right, I, I will, man. I got to run, Stephen, but I will take you up on that offer. I promise, man. All right. God bless. God bless you, sir. Thank you so much. Sean Rima, nine till eleven. News Talk five fifty KTSa and FM one zero seven one. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSa FM one zero seven one. How are you? The phone lines are open two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Um. Well, first off, why did Ted Cruz go on the View, dude? Why do you go on the View? Why does anybody go on the View? Why does anybody of intelligence go on the View? You know, it's it, the View, and I've been saying this for a long time, man. The View just makes women look stupid, and the View's been making women look stupid for a long time. The only time I, I, I see the view is when I'm at the doctor's office because they seem to loop the view when you're at the doctor's office, man. I don't know why. So Ted Cruz goes on the the view uh, yesterday, and he's 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 calling out the hypocrisy, the double standard uh, that, uh, when a Republican, uh, is calling into question an election, uh, it's an insurrection, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to steal something. You have the audio. Let's take a listen to this. 
try to say the election was fair and square and legitimate. You know who y'all don't do that to? You don't do it to Hillary Clinton, who stood up and said Trump but stole the election. You the don't do yeah, it to Stacey Abrams, who said, who said that the election was stolen. They sat here yes. and said it was That's illegitimate, right. and, and, it and was. you guys were fine with it. Okay, so, so, so it's illegitimate did, did when Republicans she, did, win, the, but not when you, Democrats win. No, you know, here's the thing. We may not like when Republicans win, but we don't go and we don't storm. We don't oh, try to change. God. But, Shut up. Did, did I miss an entire year of Antifa riots where cities across this country were burning and, and police cars well, were being yeah, fired? She doesn't know what an Antifa riot is. The left is. doesn't engage in violence, really? No, they wanted to nuke our friend Mike Pence. Like, we how didn't do, do we make you sense just of that? accused us of doing something we didn't do. You said, oh, stop. I guess, that's enough. That's enough. I'm, I'm getting the stupid here. My intelligence is actually going down. And then they also had some climate change yahoos that were screaming the F-bomb and stuff, because that's classy. I, you know, I got a lot of respect for Ted Cruz. I, I, and look, I'll, I'll be even more honest with you. I didn't, for a long time, I didn't really like Ted Cruz all that much. Uh, I, you know, it, I didn't start to like Ted Cruz until after he lost to Donald Trump. Prior to losing to Donald Trump, uh, I thought Ted Cruz came off as kind of arrogant Kind of shrill. I, I just I wasn't a big fan, and I I think losing to uh, uh, Donald Trump really tempered him to a certain extent. I think the real Ted Cruz came out at that point, and then of course he became a big supporter of Donald Trump, and and uh, and and he's uh, he's a guy who speaks his mind. He doesn't back down from it, and I I respect that. But why go why? Why go slumming it on the view, man? <laughs> they as soon as they hear something they disagree with, they just start. You know, he, he can't get a word in edgewise. It's just it's a it's a moronic show. It it truly is. Like I, I it, sometimes I try to wrap my mind around why the view has been around so long. It makes the news on a regular basis, but it only makes the news because of the stupid crap they say. But it's still got an audience. It's still very popular, and that's what scares me because that means there's a lot of stupid people out there. A lot of stupid people out there. And I'm going to tell you this right now, and if you you want to call me up and tell me that I'm a misogynist or I'm an awful person, okay, or maybe you're a you know if you're if you're a woman who watches the View, or maybe you're trans, or maybe you just wear a man bun and skinny jeans. I don't care. If you're a daily watcher of the View. I predict that you are more than likely an idiot. Okay, there. I, I predict that you are probably a moron, because on a routine basis, the silly chicks uh, on the View spout crapola. <laughs> okay, if it's not outright bullcrap, it's it's damn near. Whoopi Goldberg in that exchange has said she has no idea what an Antifa riot is. Is that because the only TV show you watch is your own? Or are you too busy hitting the Arby's? I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Hey, uh, McRib, uh, the McRib's coming back, Whoopi. <laughs> yeah, I'm making fat jokes. I don't care. I ain't woke. 
So I, I just don't know why uh, Senator Cruz puts himself through that. Uh, I, there, there was no point. I, Trey said, I guess he's selling a book, you know. What are you there, selling books to morons, dude, you know? I just don't, I don't understand why anyone of substance bothers to go on that damn show. 210, now he's on, he's on Fox right now. And he just said that uh, the interview was a circus. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> it is. It's why, why do you lower yourself for even putting, uh, putting the time in and giving them, uh, giving them numbers? Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Um, I did mention, uh, the other big story of the day. And then we'll talk a little bit about Kanye. And I don't call him yay. I call him Kanye. But yeah, the McRib is coming back, and they're they're saying the McRib is this is his farewell tour. Like Elton John's doing his farewell tour, the McRib it's having its farewell. The McDonald's people have put it out there on the website. Get one while you can, because this is the McRib farewell tour. Enjoy our famous pork sandwich as if it's your freaking last. I I added the freaking. First off, it's not the it's not the farewell tour. They're just trying to sell more McRibs. I think it's a crummy economy, so they want to try to scare people into selling selling more of these sandwiches. And I, I have to come clean too because your uh, James, your predecessor uh, was a huge fan of the McRib. Yep. And I fought him for ten years and said they're disgusting, they're grotesque. I don't want to eat one. I don't want to get near them. And secretly, I would say over the past two years, I well, I've I've, I've been eating McRibs. So when they come around, I'll, I'll eat one. They're they're disgusting. They are the sloppiest, grossest damn thing that I've ever seen sitting on a plate next to a pile of intestines. Yet you eat it anyway. I do. I do. I it, I do. It's like crack. It really is. My name is Sean. I eat McRib sandwiches. Hi, Sean. Hi. We all eat McRibs. It's okay, Sean. You're o- you're okay here, Sean. You're normal, buddy. Buddy, there's no many. You could have eaten as many McRibs as you want, man. I bet you somebody in here is eating more. It's okay, man. <laughs> it's okay, man. Well, I did, and, and they and they are tasty. You've never well, had one, obviously. No. Well, what is it about it you like, though? I don't know what if it's the barbecue. Do it's you, the sauce. It's I've the never, sauce. I've never had one. It's the sauce. It's the onions. It's the crummy bun. I don't know. I can't explain it. Right. And it insults my intelligence as well because they mold the slurry to look like a little rack of ribs. Yeah. Like somewhere there's some little tiny ass cow that runs around or pig. There's like a there's like a there's like a six inch pig that runs around and they slaughter to get this tiny ass little rib cage out of it and put on a freaking McRib. But no, bones. that insults my they, no. It's just molded to look like that. That I, I that that's what kept me away from it for a long time. Because I'm like I'm not gonna have my intelligence insulted by you trying to fool me into thinking these are somehow actually ribs. By, some, by using some type of mold that you a could mold. probably get at Hobby Lobby or Michael's right. or something like that. A rib mold. Yeah. 
And so, and so it probably I, started at like Spirit Halloween or something. They were walking by one day, saw you know a rib mold to make cookies in, and somebody from McDonald's thought, "Hey, hey I got an idea." I take the pickles off. I don't like the pickles, but I, I just want to say that I, you know, I, I thought I'd be okay. I, I tried one McRib, and dude, immediately I wanted another. And for two years, I've been chasing that original buzz of that first McRib. <laughs> Stop it. My name is Sean Rima, and I am weak in the presence of weak. pork. I, I am powerless against the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> the McRib has made my life unmanageable. It's not a choice. It's an addiction. It's a disease. <laughs> I do. I need to 12-step my way around away from the freaking McRibs, man. But, yeah, you eat one, you just want another one. They, they, are, they are good. And, and I, now I do not for a second believe this is the farewell tour. They make crap loads of money off this damn thing every year. What will happen is it will go away for a couple of years. No, I don't think they'll I, even do that. I don't that. think it'll, they'll, they'll give it a year off, and then they'll come back two years from now due to popular demand. Demand was so high. I'm just, you know, I'm saying. and it, You know what? And you've got to be careful handling the McRib because if you get the sauce on your fingers, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, what will happen, Sean? Tell us what happens when you... You'll need some Narcan. No, I'm going <laughs> to... You shot a Narcan. <laughs> People at McDonald's wearing hazmat suits when they handle the sauce, they put on a McRib. you got to handle it with rubber gloves. Oh, my God. If you get that barbecue sauce on your fingers, you'll just start sucking your fingers. Yeah. Why are all the windows covered at McDonald's? Oh, it must be McRib season. So I, you know, I fell into the ugly pit of, of of enjoying a McRib once in a while. They're good, you know, and I I did it in secret for a while. Then my wife started finding McRib wrappers in my nightstand drawer. You know, I learned I it from come, you. I had to come clean. I learned it from you. <laughs> she looked at his Google search, and it was all what wine goes best with McRib. <laughs> Started finding McRib wrappers under my car seats. <laughs> in books, and then the bookshelf. I expected to find a stack of porn, but instead I found a stack of McRib wrappers. Hey, you know what? I don't want to hear it. I can stop eating McRibs anytime I want to, okay? <laughs> I choose to freaking eat McRibs, all right? They don't own me. They don't own me, all right? I can stop anytime I want. <laughs> I don't need help. I don't need Matthew Perry. Okay, I, I can stop anytime I want. All right, sorry. Two <laughs> ones. Poor Matthew Perry. Yeah, what's going on there? What's the Matthew Perry hate? Does he like McRibs? Oh, he, as no, well? he did like a big news. He's, he's done a big interview talking about his various addictions and stuff. Oh, okay. and, and yeah, but he must go have. But he has a book coming out as well, apparently. Apparently, yeah. I'm going to write my McRib addiction book next, and you know. I smell a new poem. <laughs> Let this segment. I know you think it's funny, but it's a warning. Don't eat that first McRib. If I could go back in my life and not eat that first McRib, I would. Just it's too late now. It's too late for me, but it's not too late for you. Should have said McNo. McNo. <laughs> Point Morgan. Point Morgan. Drop the mic. I got to take a break. 2022 midterms happen here. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 
And we're back. New Stock 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. We'll talk about Kanye in a second. Here, here's Heather. Heather, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Another day in paradise. What are you thinking? Exactly. Okay, so first, I have two things. One, I wanted to say I saw Ted Cruz earlier today, and he said that one of the reasons he went on The View was to share the right to views with the audience, which he said he's probably never heard of before. So I thought, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Right. Um, the other thing is I wanted to welcome you to the secret society of eating the most delicious disgustingness ever, the McRib. And I feel so, so ashamed. To come back. I'm so ashamed. They came out. But it's so freaking good. <laughs> yeah. So's bathtub gin. Okay. Well, that's true. Hey, if you're desperate. <laughs> I just can't stop. I just can't stop. I can't stop. (laughs) (laughs) Me me either. (laughs) They are good, though, aren't they? (laughs) Fantastic. Damn them. (laughs) I'll probably end up back in the hospital if I eat another one, but you know, when they come out, don't eat that many. Just have one. I try try to just do one a year. That's all. We can just do one. Yeah, me too. They all say that, though, don't they? Sure. Starts off with just one. <laughs> you wake up surrounded by empty McRib packages, wondering what the hell happened. <laughs> Heather, thank you so much for the call. Right, take care. Bye. <laughs> you pulled over by the cops, sir. Is that some McRib? Uh, I think I, I smell some McRib sauce on you. No, I'm fine. Officer, oh, I'm, I'm fine. I only had a couple. Several empty McRib boxes on your seat. No, that's, that's from yesterday. I'm fine. I just live down the block. 210. They are good, McRibs. I, I'm sorry. They are. Um, well, some Kanye, you know, it's it's now it's popular to hate on Kanye because of his Jew tweets. Um, you know, and I, I, I do feel kind of bad. He was on a real good run there, man. Well, you know, and then he's the thing is the entertainment industry and the liberal left in general, they despise Kanye West. And they have despised him since he started telling black people to think for themselves. At the heart of it, that's really why they hate Kanye West. Is because he tell he, he he says if you're black and I'm paraphrasing, but he's been saying this now for a couple of years. Because the big story today is there's a the uh, cre- a creative artist agency has dropped him. He's kind of gone back and forth with them and uh, uh, some other big honking uh, represent uh, representation company, talent agency, and they've cut ties with him because he's because uh, of his anti-Semitic rants. Uh, I think Adidas dropped him, or they're trying to drop him. Uh, a few other companies that work with him are dropping him. And they claim it's all about a tweet from a couple of weeks ago. Remember when he was on a rant, a, rant, a real good run there? He did the Tucker Carlson interview, and he did the White Lives Matter uh, thing with his clothing line. Started talking about his faith. 
And then one night he tweets some stuff about Jews going DEFCON. Well, he said DEFCON. It's supposed to be DEFCON, but he said DEFCON on Jews. And he said, I can't be anti-Semitic because I'm, I'm, I'm black and I'm a Jew and Jews are black and you know, blacks are Jews. And, and I'll get to Scotland before you. You know, and it just it was really kind of weird. I think he might have been sundowning that night. I don't know. But the anti-Jewish thing, or what is considered to be anti-Jew, the Jewish thing, the anti-Semitism, has basically now given a bunch of these hypocrites the the outrage card they've been looking for to hate on Kanye. Because the real reason they hate Kanye is not about one freaking tweet about Jews that doesn't even make any freaking sense. It's because for years now, he's been telling black people they don't have to vote Democrat. For years now, he's been telling black people to get off the plantation and think for yourself. And that's the big sin of Kanye West as far as the left. So while, you know, while enjoy your little moment of anti-Kanye outrage and, oh, we're fighting anti-Semitism. You know, you know what's funny? Uh, I, I bet you if he asked, most of these people who are going after Kanye for his anti-Semitism probably hate Israel. <laughs> you know? You know, the, these are people who, uh, you know, they'll, they'll run their traps about anti-Semitism. But, man, you bring up Israel. And they're so mean to those Palestinians. Israel should go away. But I'm not anti-Semitic or nothing. Because, you know, Jews are different than Israelis. So I, uh, spare me the, the Kanye West outrage, please. He, he's made crap loads of money for all you people. <laughs> Absolute crap loads of money for you. But really his sin, uh, the great sin of Kanye West... Uh, was was not uh, not the Jewish the anti Jewish tweet or whatever the hell that rambling tweet was, it's because he had the audacity on several occasions to tell black people they should think for themselves and oh yeah white lives matter, at least be honest about it. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five celebrating one hundred years of service. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Is everybody having a good time? The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. I got to say this just because I I haven't really said, you know, I wasn't here yesterday. And and thanks for, was it JD that sat in yesterday? Thanks for JD to covering my gig yesterday. I had some uh, abdominal problems. Which actually, frankly, I had going on on Friday during the radiothon. So if I looked like I was moving a little slower, it was just starting to kick in on me. I don't know what I ate or what happened. But uh, how in the world do you move any slower? I I, I was moving a little slower on slower Friday. Okay. Well, it's it's it's. I have this sack of fluid <laughs> around my surgical era area. Right. And it's causing you some discomfort. Right? Well, sometimes, it, yeah, it, 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 it's almost like it gets hard or it fills up or maybe sometimes if I eat something I shouldn't eat. Where's is J- James, didn't we give that thing a name at one point? Uh, uh, my, my, Pardo. Yeah. It gets, uh, my, my, what do you call it? Uh, what kind of twin is that? Uh, oh, uh, 
Then I've forgotten the word. It's it's another human being growing out of my body. <laughs> and we get, then we give it a, a voice. Yeah. I want a McRib. Go get us a McRib. It'll, it'll form like a little face at some point. Oh, I want a McRib. You do as I say. So that's what, and by Sunday afternoon, I could barely walk. I was really having trouble walking. And so, uh, uh, you know, and it was really hard to sleep. And so that's why I was out yesterday. And I saw the doctor and, you know. Gave me some stuff to take care of it. I got to go back in a few weeks for some testing, but so that that's what happened. So I haven't. I wasn't here yesterday to sort of summate uh, about you know the radiothon and stuff, because which was a great day. We, it was a very successful radiothon this year for the Jimenez Thanksgiving Day dinner. And uh, one of the <laughs> this is just funny, but one of the cool things because we had a lot of really interesting people stop by. Augie Myers was there with Clay, and I was good to see him. I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, Mo Bandy played, and, you know, we had a lot of uh, dignitaries come on by. But Cassie Garcia came by, who is uh, obviously running for the 28th district against Henry Cuellar. Cuellar. Uh, Deputy State Director for Senator Ted Cruz led the White House Hispanic Prosperity Initiative as a bachelor's degree in communications and a master's degree in public administration and she's one of these three Latinas who are kind of shaking things up out of Texas with, uh, with Myra and I. Oh, I just went blank on the, uh, on the other person's name, but uh, just a rising young star in the Republican Party, uh, and is a Hispanic, which is you know a bozo no no for the for the liberals. Man, you you can't be Hispanic or black and be a conservative. You're probably a white supremacist. Because, you know, Latinxes can be, Latinxes can be white supremacists, too, if they vote Republican. But she's cool, and I and she was there, and I'd never met her before, but she is, she's stunning, first off. And, and she's, she's, and I was telling this to my wife, and I think I spent a little too much time talking to this about my wife the other day, because I was like, no, she's really, she's really just stunning. I mean, she walks in, she's kind of like, she's got one of those smiles, she just kind of lights up a room and stuff. And I was just very, very impressed by her. Uh, but I, and so I posted. I got a, I got a selfie with her, and I look like her freaking grandfather. And I, and I, uh, or, you know, some fat old weirdo. And I, uh, and I posted the, uh, the picture, and people kept saying, "Your wife is so beautiful." Like I heard people post on the thing, "You have a beautiful wife. Glad you have her at her side." My wife's like, uh, well, I'll take that as a compliment, but he conf- he confuses me with Cassie Garcia. Cassie Garcia is running for Congress. She definitely asked my vote. My wife doesn't actually talk that way. And I had a couple, another dude like, uh, your wife is pretty. It's like, I'm not married to Cassie Garcia. But your wife is pretty. My wife is very, very the, pretty. They just had the wrong beautiful woman. They just had the wrong beautiful woman. I just thought it was funny that at least three people or two people on my on the on the comments from this photo mm-hmm. were like, "Your wife's so pretty." <laughs> I should have been like, "Yeah, and she's running for Congress." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I just wanted to point that out. I I am not in fact married to Cassie Garcia. Okay, but I, I wish her well. I think she's going to do well. There's a lot of young blood in the Republican Party right now, which I think is, uh, is 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 great. Whether it's Hispanic young blood or just young blood in general, man. A lot of diversity. You have a lot of diversity. You got Herschel Walker, 
Uh, you got, uh, oh, was it uh, the one in uh, Arizona? Uh, what's her name? Mrs. Trevino. Mrs. Tre- <laughs> Mrs. Trevino. <laughs> oh, you're in love with her. Yep. I got her What's her name? Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake. Right, right. She's very impressive. And, you know, the, the, the Democrats are just kind of looking old and stodgy right now. AOC comes off looking like an a-hole. She's been a total jerk lately. She's had a bunch of protesters show up at some of her town halls where, frankly, nobody, if you whether it's a Biden rally or it's an AOC town hall, there's like three dudes there. And two of them are, are yelling at her that she's a warmonger and are yelling at her about Ukraine. And remember, was it last week where she had a town hall and she yeah. starts dancing to the she pulled- chant uh, that the protesters are flinging at her? She acted like a 14-year-old girl. She's a little jerk, yeah. Disrespecting the office that she holds by acting that way. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and so on the Republican side, you have all these young young people who are, you know, coming up, and, uh, and they're passionate, man. And they're not messing around. Let me, uh, here, wait, let me do this here. It's funny how things have changed, though. Like, it, it's, in, it's, a, it's turned around completely as to how it was 30 years ago. Well, it's, where, it, the, where the Democratic Party had all these young, energetic people coming up through. Yeah. And, uh, and well, and the, the, the pendulum has swung mm-hmm. uh, in, in this sense. And I saw this kind of coming, uh, you know, uh, uh, coming before where, where, you know, for the longest time, if you track it from, uh, let's say, the end of World War II until even up to the 80s, early 90s, the liberals were always, the Democrats were always the party fighting the man, right? The counterculture and all that. And at some point over the past 30 years, the new counterculture are, well, conservatives who respect freedom, who, who respect the, you know, the, the rule of law, who respect the Constitution. We're now the anti-establishment. And, uh, you know, the Democrats uh, for a long time had a, a, a lock, if you will, on, on certain communities like the African-American community, like, uh, uh, like the Hispanic community, and uh, their, their votes were always just sort of uh, expected. But not anymore. And uh, it's kind of gone the opposite direction. Now the, the rock stars of the political uh, landscape right now are Maya Flores and Cassie Garcia, Herschel Walker, you know, and they're not messing around. And they're scaring the crap out of the old guard of the, uh, of the, uh, of the Democrats, and, and they should. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, we got early voting uh, kicked off yesterday. Going to early vote or are you going to wait for Election Day? 210, I'm, I'm kind of curious. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. The 2022 midterms. Stay connected and informed. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. How y'all doing? Last few minutes of the show, so whatever's on your brain. 210-599-5555. Uh, I gotta just mention this very quickly. This was I, I you guys probably talked about this yesterday. 
It just really makes me laugh, man. Uh, you have this uh, this socialist puke out of Seattle. Uh, Kashama Sawant, if I'm saying that correctly, a self-described socialist. She's a member of the C- Seattle City Council. And she's been a, a big old supporter of the defund the police movement. And she's apparently upset at the police for not sufficiently investigating several uh, instances of people throwing poop on her yard. (laughs) She sent a letter to police in Seattle claiming they are, quote, failing to investigate. Uh, What she says are six separate instances of a politically motivated person throwing feces into her yard. Uh, and she wants cops on the on the on the beat there, man. She wants, you know, even though the the stat. Let's see, the Seattle Police Department is uh, the staffing is at a thirty year low because uh, cops started taking off during the defund the police movement, of which she was a a big supporter. And uh, and now uh, she's upset that the cops aren't protecting your property from people. Throw- it was okay when you were throwing poop at the cops, right? <laughs> okay, she was uh, she supported. Uh, let's see, slashing the PD's depart the the police department's budget by eighty five million dollars in twenty twenty. She, uh, with a whole bunch of people, occupied City Hall in 2020, asking the mayor, Jenny Durkin, to resign and that the police department be defunded. But now the people are throwing crap on her at her property. Well, she needs some cops. Sorry, sweetheart. Here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, sir. Uh, the spokesman for the police department should come out and say we have thoroughly investigated these incidents and found them to be not only well deserved but well earned. <laughs> nice. I I was calling about uh, fraudulent President uh, uh, Brandon when <laughs> the Democrats are done with him after the midterms and they cast him aside, discard him like they do everything else and everyone else. Right. He could go on the road as a comedy team with his teleprompter, <laughs> a la Rowan and Martin, uh, Laurel and Hardy, Dean and Jerry, <laughs> and so many other great comedy teams that we've had in the past. He, he, he I mean, he could, he could really do well with uh, just he and the teleprompter could go on on tour. Yeah, he could do like Jeff Dunham, and he could be Walter the Dummy because they look alike. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> Exactly. That's funny, man. Because he, he is, man. He, he's losing it, dude. He, he, he's really. Did you see him nod off practically in that I interview over the weekend? I, I did. And I, I don't have a problem with, uh, with them uh, putting uh, uh, Kamala Harrison. It, it, you know, it would say a lot about the Democrat Party that 
They put the first female president into office, and this was the best they had. This is the best they could offer. It, it, An we, idiot. We, we wouldn't be we, <laughs> we wouldn't be any worse off with her with that with her because we know neither one of them is running the country. Somebody else right. is running the country. Oh, so definitely. This is just a. A, a figurehead. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I still, I still believe it's the old Obama crowd that's actually running stuff. Uh, but how do well, you, are, how do you think? Uh, what are your predictions are? What are your predictions for uh, this election? Just while we have well, time my here. Predictions are that if the if the Republicans do not decimate the Democrats, then we're well. If we if if the, if the Republicans don't win, we're going to be in a world of hurt. But if they don't decimate them, absolutely right. destroy them, yeah. it will show that there are an awful lot of insane, crazy, evil, weak, cowardly people in this country. I agree. And most of them watch The View. That's scary stuff. All right, man, Steve, I appreciate the call as usual. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, did you see this? One more thing here also. Saudi Prince Mohammed bin Salman. It's being reported now that he mocks Biden in private. And remember, we're we're kissing Saudi ass right now for uh, for for oil and uh, uh, they're they're cutting production. And Biden had gone over there and got on his knees and begged them to wait till after the election. It's very embarrassing when we could be just producing our own our own petroleum. But apparently, the crown prince uh, uh, has been mocking. He's like he's a not even a forty year old dude. Mocking President Biden in private, saying he's out. Of, he's his mental state is bad, and apparently saying that he preferred dealing with President Trump. <laughs> I saw something on my memories from yesterday, and I I, I, I was going to say something, but then I wasn't on the air. Ten years ago, when Trump was doing the whole Obama birther thing, I said Trump was a stooge. Boy, have my opinions changed. Now I miss him. Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez. Thanks to Don Morgan. Welcome back. I'm a good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.